Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Void, a show dedicated to filling the void between being an employee and becoming self-employed. Most people refer to starting their own company as taking the leap, as if they're blindly jumping off a cliff and into the unknown. This show is here to help you understand that it doesn't have to be that way. As always, if you like what you're hearing on the show, please do us a favor and help share the void with somebody else who might be wanting to start their own business. We saw an opportunity to help others understand that self-employment is well within your reach. And just as our businesses have grown organically and by word of mouth, we want this show to grow the same way. So if you see somebody asking questions about starting their own service-based business, please do us a favor and send them a link to the show. I'm your host, Mitch Smedley, and with me as always is David Hilton. Mitchell. David. My best buddy in the whole wide world. Uh Uh-oh. Here, this, Uh, there's an ask. There's an ask. I have no asks. You know what it is this week? Super Bowl week. It is. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah, we've had to, like... So for all you losers... a full seven days, and the Chiefs still haven't played. we got to wait a full another seven. I know, man. And you know what? It's been... What did you post the other day? It's been 11 whole months. I know. Like, they deserve this. It's been Uh, 11 months. God. So for all of you in the rest part of the country, boop, off. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really, I truly wish the Lions would have made it instead of yeah, the 49ers. I like, do too. it's Brock Purdy's fun to watch. He's exciting. You mean the 40 winers? Whatever. I mean, we all whine, right? <laughs> no, they're, they're worse. They're yeah. still complaining about the last Super Bowl we kicked their ass in. Oh, I know. It's always there, the refs, right? There was a holding yeah. and they didn't call a holding. Well, if yeah, they, well, you know, it's the NFL, so they, they don't call the, one every week. If they saw the number of potholes in Kansas City, they would quickly understand we can't <laughs> afford to pay the refs off. Like, holy cow. That is the worst, awesomest dad joke <laughs> I've ever heard. Just saying. But Brock Purdy's uh, fun to watch. He's, he's putting up some great stats. It'll be cool oh, to dude, see yeah, him he's in a good. pressure scenario. I will say this. Like, there's... Like, I try to be neutral about who I'm going to pick. You know, obviously, right. I'm leaning. I want the Chiefs to win, right? Yeah. But then when I think about it, I'm like, okay, so realistically, like, what has to happen? Right. What is going to happen? Brock Purdy's in his first Super Bowl. Yep. They're going to shut down McCaffrey. And then it's going to be on him to win. Yeah. If he is able to do it, he'll win the MVP. Yeah. I think he's going to fold. It's his first one. Yeah. Like, it's hard. I mean. Look at Mahomes, his first one he lost. I know. That's what I'm saying. You're just not. Like, it's. I don't want to say it's impossible. It's hard to prepare for it. It's. First off, there's no way you can prepare for that kind of pressure until it's on you. Yeah. Right. Until you've experienced it. Great athletes all say it. Yeah. You know, oh, I didn't know, realize how fast the game was going to be. I didn't realize how much pressure I was going to feel. I didn't realize, you know, how bright the lights were going to be, you know, all that kind of stuff. I just don't see him. I think he's going to be really good for a really long time. He may even be great, but I don't see how he comes out of the gate and beats arguably the best quarterback to maybe ever play the position yeah like i just don't you know what i mean yep and they're gonna and the chiefs are literally their defense have you been listening to any sports talk oh yeah yeah their defense is like they're one of the I top mean, five out. of all time yeah like in some of the stats they're putting up and i'm like yeah dude if they shut down mccaffrey they Points have a great allowed. linebacking core gay's coming back yeah i don't understand how that kid can beat the secondary on his own. I just It's going to be tough. It realistically I don't think he can do it. Like yeah. I think he's great, but and I like Shanahan. I think he's a great coach. Yeah. But I just I don't think they can do it. Yeah. I just I just don't. I think America would have rather seen the Lions play the Chiefs just because the Lions have never been in a Super Bowl and so it's like yeah. let's take their suit like 
it would just be cool to see like the Lions playing the current reigning champs. Well, and there was so much parody, yeah. right? Like golf came from yeah. the Rams, went there, yep. Stafford went there, won a Super Bowl, and then golf would have been playing in the Super Bowl after their trade swap, which yeah. would have been the greatest trade in the history of mankind. Yeah. And then playing the best quarterback of all time. Yeah. Like it there would have been so many parodies there. It would have been great. And and there's like, your proof that the NFL is not scripted. Yeah, because that's like, what everyone if, wanted. If it was scripted, they would totally have Lions Chiefs. Yeah, the real and, and it's just, it, now is it influenced? <laughs> Absolutely. Is it scripted? No. I don't. I, I don't want to get into that debate. I mean, that's, that's like a whole show, and we're not sports talk. But I, the only thing I will say is I think the Super Bowl was played last weekend. And I hope the the Chiefs don't have their head up their ass because they're like, oh look, yeah. we just went through Miami, best offense. In the league, nah, eh. statistically, well, statistically, then we went to Buffalo, lying with statistics, whatever. We went to <laughs> Buffalo and won. Went to Baltimore and won. Yeah, like the road has been so hard. Like you hope there's not a let off. Yeah, oh yeah. Like that would be my only thing. Like if the 49ers somehow win, like it'll be the letdown from two weeks ago. Yeah, I think the only reason I don't believe that'll happen is because they have so many veterans. Yeah, and they've been there so many times the last five, four out of the last five. Like, and, I don't think it's going to get to their heads. And you got a lot so, of guys on lock. Oh yeah, and you got yeah. a lot of guys that have been there before, so they're yeah. going to be good mentors for the rest of the team. It hasn't. Did you hear what Tavares Ward said? So Tavares Ward used to play for us. Yeah. Now he plays for the Forty Winers. Yeah. And he was like giving a press conference, and they're like, "Hey, you know what's your plan for the week?" And he's like, "Well, I'm going to get out there in the first two nights. We're going to cut loose." And then we're going to bring it down, be locked in. I'm like, dude, you cannot say shit like that. You can't go to Vegas and cut loose for two days and then be like, yeah, because cutting loose in Vegas means DUI and you're in jail for the Super Bowl. It means you haven't slept for two days. Yeah. You know, you don't know where you're at. Yeah. Like too much Dom. I mean, you just, you Meanwhile, can't you got the say Chiefs, that shit. You got the Chiefs that got their hotel like 35 miles from the stadium to be out of all of that distraction. And Mahomes and Kelsey and all those yeah. guys are walking in and they're like, hey, look, Dude. this is the problem with what happens. And they give their little speeches. You know, they are. Oh, yeah. If we keep it together. We're going to stomp a hole in their ass. Yeah. We can cut loose afterwards. And then they, yeah. And they're like, and, and they're all like, hey, I'll, Travis is like, I'll give you all 10 grand each. Yeah. You're like, after, like, yeah. we'll go, we'll hit the strip, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. But like, that's the my only fear. But I think they're going to have it together. It'll be fun. It's uh, always fun. It'll be fun. Super Bowl's always fun. I looked up stats. It's only eight times of, has any team won back to back Super Bowls? Yeah, the last time was a Patriots. Yeah, it's really like, rare. Oh, four. Yeah, I got Packers, Dolphins, Steelers. Steelers did twice. Yeah. Uh, 49ers, Cowboys, Broncos, and Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. Patriots. I was just was like, curious because I, I hear the term like, oh, it's never happened. I'm like, well, it's, yeah, happened. it's really happened. rare. It's yeah. rare, but yeah, it happens. Mm-hmm. They call and, that a dynasty, bitch. Well, and, <laughs> and then you also you also get cycles because teams you'll have overlapping you know great contracts and and so like like next year is probably like there's windows of opportunity and like next year is probably the last year for a good window of opportunity for the Chiefs because uh, Kelsey's contract is only good through next year. Ooh, right? I like this conversation. And so if Kelsey goes away then that changes. It doesn't necessarily mean the window closes. It just changes that opportunity. Well, so yes, you are correct when they talk about windows of opportunity and hey, this and that, blah, 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 blah. And they talk about um, 
you know, when you have a great quarterback and he's young and he's on his rookie deal, you're allowed to sign a bunch of free agents mm-hmm. and build your team. But then when you have Mahomes and he's like, hey, let's make it friendly. Cuts into the money. And I mean, he cuts into the money, but his deal is really team friendly. Oh, yeah. And he'll move money around because oh, yeah. he wants seven he Super wants Bowls. He wants the wins. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, like, I don't ever feel like the Chiefs window is it, it's, it's like the Patriots. Yeah. Tom Brady was always like, no. I'll take less money. Let's get these guys. Yeah. I want to fucking win. Yep. So their window was always open. Yeah. So I feel like the Chiefs window is always open. Now, when Kelsey's not there, it's going to be tough. Like, there's yeah. going to be a transition year if they don't get somebody in they there that get can some play wide receivers. Tight end. Yeah. Yeah, or or wide receivers. But, yep. I mean, I just don't feel like... I don't feel like the window's ever shut. Like, yeah. this year... And the only reason I say that is because this year, this year I was, was like... supposed to be their down year. I was like, there's no way. Yeah. I was like, they're playing like shit. They're not even... They'll be lucky to beat the Dolphins, and then they beat the Dolphins, and they go on the road and beat Buffalo, and I'm like, oh, shit. I was never worried about Dolphins. I was worried about Buffalo and, and Ravens, but... Dude. Dolphins have such a piss-poor record fighting yeah. teams over 500. It's like... They did have the easiest schedule. They had the, the easiest schedule yeah. ever, and then they go out and throw out these amazing stats, winning by 70 points and all that bullshit, and it's like, okay... Yeah, you you can't go beat up the wimpiest kid in the school, and then, and then all of a pretend sudden you're a hard ass, and then pretend you're a badass. <laughs> yeah. like you can't tip the kid's wheelchair over and then be like, "Who Doyle rules?" <laughs> so it's just oh, Doyle it rules. is what it is, right? Yeah, what's well, a you're thing right. with the Chiefs? It feels like there's that threshold that kicks in, and all of a sudden, it's just like they're. Yeah, the well, light. Like, it's like the light came on. Yeah. It's like oh, they like the underdog position, hey, and they guys, also recognize when it matters. Hey guys, I forgot that. It's the playoffs now. So, hey, it's like they all walked in. Look, and I don't believe that you can do this, but it's like they walked in. They were like, click. Yeah. Okay, let's go. And then they were just like, and then Kelsey had the drops all year. Not all year, but he had some key drops. And then he goes 11 for 11 for like, what, 140 and a touch, something like that. I'm like, dude, what what are we we doing? And MVS catches the game-ending ball, the one that put the game away. Dude, my brother. So we're watching that game, right? I don't know if we talked about this last time. We're watching the game, and he's like, no, just run the ball. And I was like, dude, they're going over the top. Yeah. It's like, if they throw it deep, this game's over. And he's like, they aren't throwing it deep. <laughs> like, they, he throws it deep, and my brother stands up, and he just looks at me. He's like, you're right. And yeah. he's like, oh, MVS is going to drop it. And yeah. then he catches, and then he catches it. catches it. And he's like, oh. Like, all of, like all of this, it, it was so weird. The play took 10 seconds, and it feels like it took 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, he's yelling at me. He's yelling at the TV. He's looking at me. I'm just sitting mm-hmm. there. I'm sitting there in the recliner, my feet up. I told you. I, I just yeah. looked. I was like, "Yeah, told you." <laughs> my, my my favorite moments to watch is whenever uh, Mahomes didn't have anybody open, and he gets that look in his eye, and he becomes like a freaking ninja. Yeah, like you could just see it in his eyes, and he's just like, it's almost like he's like mentally ten steps ahead of everyone else. But well, it's and- we. It's so weird because all year he, it's like he hasn't had that, mm-hmm. and then it's like when the shit's on the line, it just. Yeah, it, it, he just comes to life. So there, there have been studies about um, about clutch players, mm-hmm. quote unquote clutch. For everyone that's watching, sorry, I'm doing this, quote unquote clutch, and they've proven that that's not a thing. Right. And like they talk about it on sports radio around here every once in a while, and then they look at George Brett's stats, and his stats in the playoffs are like 15 percent better. Yeah. So maybe he is clutch. Yeah. We maybe Patrick Mahomes like. I was saying, mm. uh, maybe he is clutch. Yeah. It's like he's we just We play scanning. definitely our backs against the wall. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes we do. Like, all those yeah. studies have proven that it's not true. Like, over, yep. like, st- statistical anomalies and things like that. Yeah. Um, mm. 
I could barely get that word out. <laughs> it's like but his death it, perception is just like on another level too. Like you can just see it like he's like calculating. Yeah. Okay, it's crazy. Going here. Yeah. It's well, crazy. And, I'd like to see it like when his career's over and they do the clutch statistics and see where he's at. It'd be interesting to look at. Like there's how did he like Tom Brady's that way. Right. You know, there, there is a big difference with QBs today, and it's not just Mahomes, it's all of them. And now Mahomes catches some credit for it because I think he maximizes this the most. Well, it's from but seven on seven. Defenses, a lot of defenses are afraid to go after the QB. It doesn't matter Mahomes or anybody. They're not afraid, but when they get there, they don't hurt him as much. Right. So the quarterbacks aren't afraid. The quarterbacks are is. a little bit more bold. And like, so Josh Allen, like two games, the game before when we played the Bills, Josh Allen did that fake slide. And they didn't call it a fake slide. Yeah. And he, he got, yeah. <laughs> he, he let up. Yeah. When, and if you're a fast reacting defense, when you see a QB let up, you assume a slide is coming next. Yeah. So he lets up and the defense backs us all, backs off. And this all happens in a half a second. He lets up, the defense backs off, and then he sprints again. He never yeah. initiated a slide. Yeah. But he did like a... That's chess. He did like a pre-pre-fake yeah. slide. Yeah, it's chess, not checkers. And, and like, I don't like that. Mahomes... Mahomes doesn't, typically doesn't do it. He, he does, won't usually do does that, a pump, but he'll he do a pump a, fake. Yeah, and he could be 15 yards behind the line of scrimmage, and he'll still catch him with a pump fake. Yeah, that, that's because they're stupid. <laughs> like, dude, you know where the line of scrimmage is. Like, what yeah. are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Now, I will say, like, to your point, um, statistically, that makes sense when you're measuring quarterbacks of different eras. But when you're talking about they're all playing under the same rules right now, yeah, 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 it doesn't yeah. really matter. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? And, and it always, just doesn't matter. Yeah, because of evolutions of rules, you'll always have arguments of like, was Joe Montana better than Mahomes? Because Joe Montana was unprotected by first, the rules, and Mahomes is protected by the rules. First off, I think the greatest quarterback of all time is Joe Montana. Yeah, I, like I when think they, so. When they rank them, and yeah. like when someone asks me, I say Joe Montana. Well, I say he had... More passing yards in an era where there wasn't passing. It wasn't a passing game, right. And they had four Super Bowls. Yeah. Okay? And their quarterback wasn't protected. Yeah. Now, that being said, he did have Jerry Rice, the greatest of yeah. all time. Yeah. You know, Kelsey's right behind him. So yeah. how does that parody with Mahomes? Like, I, you yeah. know, all that stuff weighs in. But, like, my personal... Like if you asked me to say who was the who is the greatest right now of all time, I would say Joe Montana. I'd say Tom, Tom Brady, Brady, and I'd say Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Like that's that's my list. Yeah, Mahomes now, has more work to do to become the goat for sure. I think he's got to finish his career. I think yeah. I I will say I think he'll be better than Tom Brady. Like it'll be close statistically right now at this when they were at the same age, he is better. Mm-hmm. So like I give him the tip of the hat there. Yeah. Uh, He's starting out trending better, but he's got to finish the career. Yes, he has to finish. Yeah, and but I give the credit to Joe Montana because like he did it when that wasn't a thing. Yeah, like and mm-hmm. like I like Dan Marino. Like when you look at Dan Marino's stats, like. Hey, if you like what you're hearing on The Void and you want even more info, we just started a mentorship program specifically for trades professionals to start their business or to get their business to an incredibly healthy position. So if you'd like more info, click on the link in the description of this show. He has better stats than almost anyone. Yeah. Like for his era, everything. But then it's like, dude, you didn't win. when, Like he was not clutch. Right. And so you can't get the knot. What about Ray Finkel? Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Was it. Stop it, Jim. There's like different styles. Stop. Like when I watched Tom Brady, his style was very much like just traditional. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Stay and in then, the pocket, yeah, throw the football. And the Pat Mahomes is very much like 
he flips that switch and just goes to like it's a wild card. It's a scramble. He, whatever happens, happens. Patrick Mahomes is like the perfect mix between Steve Young and Tom Brady. Like Steve Young ran a ton. He's got a little Lamar Jackson in him. Yeah, he does. But like Steve Young ran a ton, yeah. but could still throw. Tom yeah. Brady only threw. Like I think Mahomes is like right in the middle of those. Yeah. The, what, what pains me about him is when he does run. Like I love it. I'm like run, run. He's so slow. Yeah, like, he's I, slow and he runs like he's pinching in a loaf. Yeah. Like I, I got a shit. You know. Yeah. It's yeah. so funny. It's because he. It's because, like he knows he's gonna take a shot. He's picking his moments. Yeah. Like I think it's intentional. Like I think when he just tucks and runs, he's probably really fast. Yeah. Well, like compared to me, yeah, you know, but it's like when I see him, I'm just like, dude, you just need somebody chasing. Why him. <laughs> do you look horrible when you're running? I'm yeah. like, dude, let's go. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, that's the Super Bowl's the big buzz around Kansas City this week. Although we're no stranger to it, um, you know, <clears throat> we've been there a minute. Yeah. So. Uh, yes. Hey, for all of you that think we're rubbing it in, we are. Yeah. Well, and it's our turn. Also, yeah. it'll be someone else's turn in five years. Get bent. I got season <laughs> tickets to the Chiefs, so any home game, I'm there unless I'm sick and down and out with the flu. Uh, so yeah, the standing offer is: if you're ever in town for a Kansas City Chiefs game, feel free to hit us up, communicate somehow, Facebook or whatever. You can tailgate Are with you us. High? We got a pretty badass tailgate. Are you high? Do you know where our podcast reaches? Well, yeah, I'm just saying. Okay. If you're in right. town, I, I'm luck. not. I'm not paying for your tickets to the game. I'm already at the tailgate. But oh, I thought you were giving tickets away. No, God no. <laughs> No, but you can join us for the tailgate. We have a pretty badass tailgate. Yeah. The season, so the season opener this year was a Thursday night football game against the Lions. Um, Roger lost. Goodell walked. <laughs> Roger Goodell walked right through our tailgate. Did Gracie you tell him he's a douche? Right through our tailgate. You should have yelled douche. No, he's a douche. Well, maybe call a spade a spade. <laughs> douche. So all the that's why I can't go to games. We sit right where I'm not allowed. We tailgate right where a lot of the uh, popular celebrities get dropped off by their limos and all of that stuff and oh, walk into the game. It's like when Key and, Mitch. Key and Peel were at the first Thursday night game and they got dropped off right by our tailgate. So it's pretty cool. Do you yell, not so funny. I didn't know who they were. <laughs> so they, you know, three limos pull up, all these cops, all this security, and then they get out and I'm like, who are those guys? And I'm looking around at the rest of my guys to this tailgate, and they're like, "I'm pretty sure that was Key and Peele." And I'm like, "Oh, have you not seen? I've heard their, who that is? <laughs> have you not seen other YouTube videos? Nah. They do a comedy uh-huh. one where it's like two guys talking, and one guy yeah. acts like he stands up to his wife, and every time he goes to say the B word, he's like, he says the word, and then all of a sudden it's like they're in space, and then like he checks around to make for sure his wife isn't there. <laughs> he's like, and I said to her, I said, bleep. <laughs> it's pretty funny. He's acting so tough. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. like I That's wear the Mitch pants. That's Mitch with Danielle. I wear the pants. Yeah. Whatever pants my wife tells me to put That's on. That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> Mitchell. So. Mitchell. Uh, so <clears throat> I got a funny story for you. For uh, me? Yeah. Oh. This is. Uh, okay. Years ago, we were plumbing a dental office. So in our trade wins group, one of the guys in our trade wins group was asking for advice about how to bid out a dental office. Okay. I was and wondering so, where you were going with this. I was yeah. like, what is he talking about? And so I'm like, oh, that reminds me. There's a funny story with a dental office I should tell on the okay, podcast. Okay, so, okay, okay. I'm listening. Now you've piqued my interest, sir. We, uh, we plumbed a dental office years ago. And dental offices are kind of interesting with plumbing because you have all this piping that goes underneath every chair, every dental chair. You've yes. got uh, you got like a water line, you got a suction line, um, you've got an air line to run their pneumatic tools and all of this stuff. 
And every dental office is a little bit different depending on the equipment that they have back in the equipment room. Um, sometimes their vacuum assembly takes air from the room. Sometimes they want their vacuum assembly connected to a vent that goes up and out the roof. Uh, the same with their air compressor. Their air compressor might take air from the room or it wants to be connected to a vent out the roof, right? And our contract with this dental office was we did all of the plumbing, but the equipment providers set all the equipment. And so we get this call from the dental office a couple of months later. When is this? Can and, I ask? Is um, like five years ago, two years ago? Nah, this would have been six or seven years ago. Okay. And so we get this call from the dental office um, about three months after we did all the, the plumbing in it. And the call was sewer smell all throughout the building. And they couldn't locate it. They couldn't source it. And we checked all the bathrooms and the bathrooms are on one end and they've got sewer smell on the other ends and all of this stuff. And, and then there's like there's a lab sink in every office. So there was a ton of opportunities for <clears throat> broken sewer lines or broken vent lines. Yeah. And so we start looking and we start looking and we can't find it. We're doing all these smoke tests and we can't find it. We can't find it. We can't find it. And we're smoking, smoke testing this building so hard that the fire department got called because smoke was coming out <laughs> of a manhole in the parking lot. And, and so we're like, Ooh, that's bad. Right. I know. I, I know. You know what? I'm going to write down what the problem was. Okay. And we're going to see if I'm right. So I'm writing it down. We, we can't find smoke anywhere. It's not showing up anywhere. We're like, man, this building is locked tight. Right. Well, then we're waiting for like confirmation from the, the GC, the building GC. We, 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 we're in a funny transition because the building GC, that handled construction was like trying to hand the building off to the maintenance guy for the dental office. And so oh, it was like, okay. is this a maintenance issue yeah, or is this a new between. construction issue? So we're waiting for confirmation and we're sitting in one of their end dental units that's not working. And so I'm, you're just hanging out. I'm curious as I'll get out and I got the attention span of a four-year-old. So I'm playing with the pneumatic tools at the dental chair. Yes, you do. And, and so I'm like <laughs> playing with their drills and shit. Yeah. Sure enough, I start smelling sewer smell and I'm like, yeah. what the hell? So I start smelling the pneumatic tool, and every time I hit the button, it smells like sewer. Did you I'm taste like, it? What the heck? No. <laughs> so, so I go back into the mechanical room, and I start tracking down the vents through the roof, yeah. and they connected the air intake for the pneumatic. This, and this wasn't us. This was the equipment installer. They connected the air intake for the pneumatic tools to the sewer vents. And so for three months, every customer that they had in those chairs, they were pumping sewer gas into those customers' mouths. That's oh, awful. Man. I wrote down, I wrote down intake line next event. Yeah. Like that's close, but dude, like literally took like, oh, Can you imagine? that's like, bad. Yeah. Do you think those customers were like, <laughs> like what does this taste like? Let's just hope the nitrous was cranked up. I don't know. Cause that's. That was my next question. Can you get me some nitrogen? Or, or can you get me some gas? Some I wrote nitrous down, can, oxide. You, can you get me some gas? That's all I wrote on my sheet. Yeah. Do you know somebody? No. You are such a loser. No, I did. I So we did have a customer that was a dentist and he would That's always talk so about. so gross, bro. He and his buddies would go camping. And he, his buddies, <laughs> like, it would be like, John, you bring the weed. Clark, you bring the nitrous. And they would sit around the campfire and get, get high on nitrous because the dentist would just bring it from the office. What are you guys doing? I don't know. Don't worry about it, bro. You want some? We're high two ways. Oh we don't know which way. God. Yeah. So, dentist office fun, I guess. I guess, I, you know, so the dentist I, I've been going to for the last, God, it's got to be 15 years. They don't even do gas. 
Yeah. Like they don't relax you anymore. Well, so like, insurance doesn't cover it anymore. So now you have to pay for it out of pocket. I'll pay. Yeah. Get I, the goddamn gas. Yeah. Like yep. it's amazing. Yes. I went and got my whiskey. Austin, Mr. Never Drinks or Does Smokes. Yeah. N- nothing. Austin. Yes. Yes, I would love no, I say I that. Think I, I would love the gas, please. Can I have some more gas? I think I have a cavity. <laughs> no, I say I think I have a cavity. My my wife, she had a friend at one point that she um she didn't actually she wanted to save money. So she didn't choose to get knocked out and she just wanted to be opened up and like just completely conscious to save just a few hundred dollars i'm like nope give me the gas baby not (laughs) give me you know what the best stuff is so like if you ever have a procedure like if you have a like if you have an upper scope right or um i haven't had a what's the one where they go in your butt again colonoscopy if you have a colon i haven't had one yet but what they give you is that white stuff that michael jackson od'd on like it's propopol yes that stuff is amazing. Yeah. Like when they give it to me, like I've had two scopes and they're like, oh, you'll be it two seconds. Like it, t- it takes usually like a minute and a half. Yeah. But like the whole, t- the whole minute and a half, like I'm just like, it's amazing. Like you just feel free. So carefree. And then you're out, you're only out for like, say you're out for 20 minutes. You wake up, you feel like you've slept for eight hours. Yeah. Like you wake up, like you're a little groggy for a while and you're like, do you know how fucking great I feel right now? Yeah. Like I've told both doctors, I'm like, dude, mm. seriously, like if you could give me some of that, he's like, dude, like, dude, it's super illegal. Like, so, no, seriously. Yeah. Like, just put some in my pocket. I it's think fucking awesome. I think it was last year. Oh my God. I had a so great sleep like a baby. I think it was early last year. Minutes. I had a, uh, I had a wisdom tooth all of a sudden decide to start moving around and causing me boatloads of pain. Was I that mean, last year? Uh, maybe it was two years ago. It was two years ago. It, it was, yeah, it had to be closer to COVID. It was right COVID when we because, started this. Yeah, it was, it had to Talking be closer to COVID it. because getting in and scheduling was like a dental bitch. offices yeah. had just opened back up. And you walked around like this for a while. Oh, oh, man. Normal, normal Mitch Dick and Mouth syndrome. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I remember. That's just what I do. No, you looked like shit. Well, like, it looks painful. So <laughs> they, they give me the medicine and I'm sitting in the dental chair and then literally like it felt like one blink later. You're awake. I'm in the chair next to the dental yeah. chair. And I'm asking the doctor, I'm like, does she need to leave? And it's my wife. I'm like, does she need to leave before we get started? And the doctor's like, uh, dude, we're done. We're bro. done. And I'm like, oh, I didn't recognize it as my wife. I just saw there was a strange person. Dude, that stuff is good I'm shit, like, man. I'm like, she looks good. <laughs> of course you were. I'm like, of course you did. <laughs> I'm on her. Hey, hey. Hey girl, don't tell my wife that you want to do some banging. I was I was worried a little bit whenever I got my wisdom piece pulled out because I saw the drip and I'm like, I thought that was when it's gonna knock me out. And I realized I'm like, I'm not feeling unconscious. Like, don't no. start anything. No, yeah, it's no, not that's the, just then, the IV. And yeah. then the lady told me like, okay, we're gonna start now. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's the good stuff. And that's all I remember. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe because I don't do drugs or anything like that. Like oh, maybe yeah, you're it, out. It, it like, really it took me a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was in the car. The first yeah, thing they I remember do the doing IV in your hand, and then like it's. You know, they have the regular IV and mm-hmm. then they inject it like into the actual thing that's like over here on your side arm, right. you know, and it's like you can feel it. It's just real warm. It's just like, working up your arm and works around. She's like, you're going to feel tingly. And I was like, I feel tingly. I feel fantastic. Dude, like the room <laughs> they put me out in looked like a scene out of Saw 5. Like I was kind of worried oh, yeah. that there was no windows and there were just like a little beep. No, you're about to be I'm raped. Like, is this a little like, Is this how my life yeah. ends right did, here? Did your butt hurt when you woke up? <laughs> no, like okay, good. The good. Only, you went to a good doctor, rinsing the, and spitting like there's no the, tomorrow. The only thing that I suffer <laughs> with was I had insane hiccups to the After, point where I just yeah. couldn't stop, and I was yeah. like, I never thought I'd be annoyed about hiccuping. Yeah, 
Yeah. But I just couldn't breathe. Yeah, it's awful. There's I a, uh, I've had those before. Not from mm, that, but mm, I love, dude, that, that white shit. Mm, there's so a viral video out there of this guy, and, and he's self-proclaimed like former drug user. And he's the dentist is getting ready to knock him out to do some procedures, and the guy's like, you're not going to be able to knock me out. I've done so many drugs. It like My tolerance fake, is high, huh? right? Has to be fake. And, and so the dentist is like, we always win. Yeah. And, and so the kid, the kid brings out a cell phone and he's filming it. And he's like, you ain't going to be able to knock me out. And he films this whole thing. So the dentist gives him a whole bunch of drugs and the guy's like, yeah, I mean, I'm feeling high, but you ain't knocking me out, you know? And That's the dentist fake. is like, Hey, you're a little stronger than I thought. And so Dentist gives him a little bit more. And, and that's all it takes. And yeah. all of a sudden, uh, the guy's filming himself with a selfie, right? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the camera tips backwards and yeah. goes straight to the ceiling and everything Done. goes quiet. <laughs> Done. And the dentist is like, ha you know? <laughs> About five seconds later, all of a sudden, the phone moves, goes right back to his face, and he goes, thought you had me, didn't you? <laughs> and the dentist like squeezes the syringe a little bit more and just puts him all the way out. Uh, it's like, man, that guy's fighting see, it See, that would be kind of fun. Like, that would be like a... It'd be a fun day to work as a dental oh, yeah. or whatever. Dude, they're just, those, those people that, are, my wife works in healthcare. Those people are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> they they love it. They get off on it. Yeah. They're nuts. Well, they're back crap crazy. If you're ever accompanying somebody that's coming out of anesthesia, you owe it to the world to film them and to fuck with them. Like, have you seen the video of the girl that's coming out of anesthesia? And they tell her and that the there's dad, a zombie apocalypse. Yes. The and, dad and, and the son collaborate best, and convince the girl that there's the a zombie best, apocalypse. The best part is he's like, we got to go to Costco. We got to get the guns. We got to go to Costco and get supplies. And she's like, it's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> like she's freaking out. They, they stop by the house and they grab all the guns and put them in the back of the car. And she's just like, oh my gosh, hurry. You know, I mean, she's that's just like, like 25 years old. It's funny every oh, it's time hilarious. I watch it. Yeah. You know, it's weird like and, and they say like everyone's different you know yeah. like when i woke up i was just like myself yeah like n- no big deal but some people you're right it takes them like three hours yeah for that shit to wear off so yeah like what, it has like obviously it's metabolism and how you react and all that kind of fun stuff thank god i have a lot of secrets yeah. like my my greatest fear was like i come out <laughs> and then i start talking a lot of shit about a lot of people and giving up a lot of stuff i shouldn't your be. wife is driving you home and you're like oh rosemary yeah. dude, hi th- emily yeah. <laughs> dude thank you that's funny as fuck <laughs> like the first time i will say like i woke up and I kind of, and I remember this, but Ray, this really good friend of mine, I actually talked about him in the Monday Motivational the other day, uh, worked with my wife and he came in and apparently I like tried to jump out of bed and hug him. Like I gave him a hug and I was like, Ray, you're so awesome. Man. But like it was over in like two seconds. Yeah. And then the, the last time I did it, I literally, I woke up and the nurse is sitting there. I'm like, Hey, how's it going? She's like, well, the doctor's going to come in. I was like, okay. And then that was it. Like yep. it, I was totally normal. Yeah. Like, but you, the people that it's three, four hours, like, dude, well, that's gotta I, be a trip. When I had mine two years ago, I remember waking up in the chair next to me and being confused about who was the girl in the room and then telling, like saying she's pretty good looking. I remember all that. God, thank and God I, you didn't say, get this fucking ass clown out of I, here or something stupid. I still didn't recognize it was my wife. And God, then who's literally, the, who's the fat girl in the corner, <laughs> you know, something stupid like that. <laughs> Well, then the very not that Danielle is, is fat. I'm just saying, yeah. like something. You say uh, something crazy. Say something right. stupid. Thank God. Well, the very next memory I have She'd would have, have been about you. 40 minutes later. We were on our drive home and almost home. Oh shit! So it took you an hour. So it took me a while wow. to come. Now, now I do remember when we came, like we were driving down Adams Dairy Parkway, and it was exactly like you described. Like all of a sudden, I'm aware, and you're fine, and I know where I'm at, and I know what I've been through, yeah, and all of that. But 
before that, I was really confused. Dude, so, so she failed us. Like yeah, she, she should have been it. she should have yep. been filming and grilling the shit out of you. Yep. That's what she should have been doing. Well, next to time her defense, this was still during all the COVID times where it was true. like like that's literally true. dentist office had just opened back up. I'm still I had to pull favors to even get a spot because I was being told it was going to be three months before they could work on you me. Just walk in there and go look at my mouth yeah, and you I'm motherfuckers. like okay, months. yeah go like pull this mother <laughs> yeah. you should have yeah. called me we could have cut that thing out of there get a high ice skate and a rock dude i cast was, away that son yeah, of a gun i was thinking a couple oxycotton and a you know yeah, razor blade let's we do it got that thing out of there yeah so oh i'll cut i'll cut a tooth out of somebody <laughs> i started talking about biggest mistake that well not biggest mistake this wasn't my biggest mistake what were we talking about we were talking about mistakes oh mistakes right? in general yeah you want to hear my biggest mistake I mean, yes, but if I hear it, then I'm going to have to like rattle off some of my own. Yeah. So I'm, conf- I'm conflicted right now. So my biggest well, mistake. Austin go second. Um, I'll go second. I'm not, I will tell you right now, I will not give my top three. Okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. not incriminating myself. <laughs> I'm just not doing it. I'm not an idiot. Like I'm, I'm dumb, but I'm not that dumb. So I'll go, I'll go two of them. One of them. <laughs> Now that you're going to be clamming up, I got to come up with more. Dude, I'm not clamming up. I'm just saying I'm not going to give my top. I mean, I could you name know, a couple of your mistakes. I would love to hear. I would love to hear what you think my top, a few of my mistakes are. Did your wife listen to this show? Let's hear them. She knows. Look, I, I, I ain't getting you in trouble. No, I am 100%. I am intrigued what you think my mistakes are. Let's let's go with mine first. No, so. no, 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 no. Let's hear what Mitch has. I, I, dude, I drag you under the bus all the time. Let's hear what I'm, you, I'm gonna have to write this one down. Okay, write them down. Let's hear what you got. I gotta protect the innocent here. You know what I did like while you're we doing that the other day? You posted that thing uh, on Facebook about you. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I calculate that as a mistake or not. I would totally calculate that as a mistake. Um, Do you which, his kids? Hey, hey, which time? That's why it's a mistake. Does one of them say Grand, the other one say Mason? No. <laughs> no, I, I was I was going to say, you posted that thing on Facebook the other day when you rolled the station wagon. Yeah. Dude, I had forgot all about that. So what's You showed funny, that picture, I was like, oh my God. What's funny. It's amazing what we forget. So here's, this is. This it, is why I'm asking you about what my mistakes are, because I know that I've buried a lot of that shit in the back of my brain. Well, so. I don't want people, you know what I mean? Just like. Earlier this dirt week, on that mother. Uh, I guess this was last week. Today's Tuesday. So last Thursday, Field Pulse, who sponsors the show, by the way, uh, Field Pulse asked me to be a guest for a webinar on. I still haven't any got to listen to that yet. Well, they, we don't have the recording out yet. Um, oh, good. But, but okay, a, good. they asked me to be a guest on a webinar and I could talk about anything I want. And so we, I talked <laughs> That's about, scary as shit. Yeah, I, know. I talked <laughs> about how to use social media to grow your business because I use social media to grow our business to over a million dollars a year in revenue. Okay. Okay. And mm-hmm. so, um, in that webinar, and for those that listen to this show, uh, as soon as that recording is available, I'll post it on the void Facebook page. I thought page. that you had posted that the other day. Not yet. I've okay. posted some graphics and stuff like that. Oh, I'm thinking about <laughs> one of the speakers. Yeah. Sorry. And Onward, so, sir. Uh, apologies. In that webinar, My um, I challenged all the listeners to go to your, like we, we talked about what's called the 30 second restart rule in social media. And what that means oh, is talk about going back and 
picking an old post. Yeah. So, so when a post has interaction on it, the algorithms of social media will now show that post to somebody else or several other people simply because it was liked or commented on in the last 30 seconds. So it's a 30 second restart or a 30 second refresh. And um, in that talk, I challenge everybody. And if you're listening to this show, you can prove this 30 second restart rule yourself. <clears throat> yeah. Go to your Facebook memories. You literally just go to your Facebook and click on memories. Do it, Austin. And Austin, try it right now. He's on his phone. That's why I'm on him. <laughs> go to your memories today. <laughs> go to Austin. your memories today. Where is that? And memory? what's a memory? Oh, I see it here. Okay. Now. Scroll through your memories and find the most commented, most reacted post. So your memories are posts from today, but years in the past, right? I think, do you think that Austin's going to come in here one day and punch me in the face? No. No? No. Mm. Austin's the type where he'll wire your car with explosives and you'll just (laughs) die. And Austin will be like, man, that's tough. Man, what happened, bro? (laughs) What happened? Yeah. Why was that extra five gallons of gas in the back? You'll be cut into four pieces in Austin's trunk, and he'll be manning the search party looking for you. And he'll drive that car to the search party. Psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. I just carry his body with me for 10 years. Yeah. You burn him and that's sprinkle dark. the dust around everywhere. That no, 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 no. Is I dark. make coffee out of that stuff. Oh my yeah. God, that's even darker. Yeah. All right, so you're I in your Facebook memories. Yeah. Go to the most commented, most reacted memory of all of your memories today. Doesn't even matter what it is. Just find the most comments and most reacts. Okay? Okay. He's looking. You find it? He's working. Probably this one, yeah. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to challenge the 30-second restart rule. So the th- oh, we are. first okay. of all, let's, let's explain what the 30 second restart rule is. The 30 second restart rule is no matter how old a post is, if you comment or react on that post, you give it some kind of activity. Do you mean like, like you could just like it again? Like or it, do you have comment to share it, react it? it? You don't have to share it. Just comment on Like it, it comment or react, interact with the post in some way. And it tells the social media algorithms, hey, this might be coming back around, right? And so the social media algorithms feed off of that. And if you comment, react, like on it or whatever, the social media algorithms will now show it to more people. One of the guys commented is actually dead. Okay, so don't use that one. Okay, well, but what you're going to do is you're going to... Dude, that's fucking... Have you... (laughs) That's sad. Don't say that stuff. You're you're going to (laughs) go through the comments and any comment that has been commented that you have not reacted to, liked, hearted, loved, (laughs) laughed, or anything like that, you're going to react to all the comments in that post. And then you're going to reply to some of the comments in that post and be like, oh my gosh, this was three years ago. So funny. Or whatever, whatever is applicable, right? Like if, if it's a sad memory, you're going to be like, man, three years. Oh wow. That time flies. So you can't just like the post. It has to be a comment. Yeah. You're going to interact with the people who are on the post. Okay. Oh, so okay. if someone commented, you react to their comment. You react to their okay. comment, reply to their comment. If you haven't replied, reply to something. Okay. Awesome. And, and so now you're going to do all of that. And then you're going to go watch your notifications. And I guarantee you within the next three minutes, you're going to get new notifications on your Facebook feed from that <laughs> years old post. Because what happens is you just told the algorithm, hey, this post isn't 100% dead. There's still some life in it. And, and now the algorithm is going to show that post to current people today as if it's a current post. And they're going to be like, Austin Smith commented on this post. Yeah, I mean, or, that's happened Or to whatever me, the case may be. I mean, I've that's happened to me before where it's like, I'll, I'll see something that popped up and it's like 
a college trip I had like 10 years ago. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. you know. Yeah. And you go react or like and, and comment on it. Right. So, so what you saw, David, when you saw that picture of I'm that listening. total car. Yes. What you saw was that was Thursday. Oh, I went, was that during the speech? I went through, <laughs> I, I told, I didn't, I didn't break from the speech, but I told everybody in the speech, I'm like, I've already checked my Facebook memories for today. I got two bangers because <laughs> bang us. I, I it's bang us, mate. In, in my past, I showed a picture of a total car that I flipped over a cliff and into a, a ravine. Doing 30 almost, miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it was the slowest. Allegedly doing Alleged. 30 miles an hour. Allegedly. Are we sticking to that speed? Uh, look at the car. And Are do we? Do you tell me? Dude, it was down a 20-foot cliff. Yeah, I know. On a, on a really, really small road. Were and you, nobody died. Were you doing 35? Maybe. Tell me tell the it? truth, Mitch. I mean, it's been 20 years. Yeah, 30, it, 35 plus. It's been 30 years. I was years. doing at least 35. Yeah. How fast were you going? Probably 50. Okay. <laughs> oh, the truth comes out. So, are you going to tell us about the, the webinar guest thing? We, well, you started the story. Well, that's so, what we were talking about. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Pay attention. On awesome. the webinar, it, I was talking son. about the 30 second restart rule, and I said, I've got two banger Facebook memories. I'll go comment and interact on those memories. I will not repost them. I'll simply comment and interact on them. And See if, if they you show are, up. well, I told everybody listening to the webinar, I'm like, find me on social media, follow me, friend request me, whatever the case may be. And I guarantee you, now that you start following me, you're going to see one of these two posts in your timeline. You're going to see a picture of my kid wearing a cast on a hospital bed, or you're going to see a picture of I a total see car. Grant. Exactly. Mason. That was Mason. I, I and, just misspoke. That's all. And all I was doing was using all of that to prove the 30 second restart rule. And I told them all, like, check the dates. I wonder why you, why that was up on right. my feed. And it, 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 I mean, the dates, like Mason's thing was like 12 years ago oh, that he yeah. broke his leg. Yeah. I had, 12, com- I had completely forgot he broke his leg. Yeah, a 12-year-old post, and I revived it and got a whole bunch more interactions and a whole bunch more everything simply by liking a couple of comments and interacting and replying to comments. Yeah. So we were proving some social media shit. And if you really want to learn some social media game, join Tradewinds because we teach all this shit in Tradewinds. Yeah. So, well, and Like, let's talk about why. Because you can literally grow your service business to a million dollars a year without having to advertise yeah, by just being on top of your social media game, and that's the number one thing we teach and yeah. talk about. Once you understand how social media functions, you Money can wise. now leverage that to grow your business. Yeah, and to benefit your community. It's it's not selfish. It's not like you're learning social media just to profit from it. You're learning it to grow your business and have a better you're, impact on your community <laughs> and have a farther reach with your message. You're learning it to stay top of mind for people that are close to you in your community. Mm-hmm. You're not leveraging your community. You're just using it as f- basically free advertising. Right. That's all you're really doing. Yeah. Yeah. The guys. <laughs> if you aren't on social media to grow your business, nobody knows who you are. And if they don't know who you are, they can't call you. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. This is not the old days of, okay, I've got to pay for advertising. $5,000 once a year I've on the buy, yellow page. Yeah. I've got to buy a small billboards. I got to buy this. I got to buy that. Yes, you do have to buy that stuff, but not till you get to a certain level. Right. The game has changed. You still have to do those things. Yeah. But you have to, you can do it for free until you get to close to a million dollars a year well, in revenue. And let's be let's honest. Let's be honest. If we go. Jinx, you owe me like 18 whiskeys. Okay. <laughs> you Cokes, can go. Cokes don't so the, the cheapest, if you're going to pay for advertising, the cheapest advertising you're going to pay for is Google LSA. Now, Google LSA, it changes, it changes per region and it changes per demographic and everything else. In the Kansas City area, if I'm using Google LSA, every time my phone rings, 
through Google LSA, they charge me $55, okay? But it's a direct call. It's a direct call from the ad. And now, you know that, hey, I've spent this money and I got this. I, well, it's not, I, I spent the money and I'm hoping to get this. And I only spent the money after my phone rang. Right. Okay. So that's right. kind of cool. It's a direct correlation. Now, we bat about a 50% booking rate with LSA leads. So what that means is for every two calls we get from LSA, you book one. we're booking one of them on our schedule. And that is, that's great. Well, that's a high for, for a booking rate. That's pretty low, but for LSA leads, it's okay. No, right? it's great, dude. So if you could guarantee that, like if, if I came to you and I said, this is what you're going to spend and this is what you're going to get. And I guarantee it. You'd be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Right. Well, so now we're at $110 for a call to land on my board. Because I had to pay for two $55 phone calls to land one on my board, right? Yeah. Well, then, let's let's magnify this times 10. Um, $110 for one call on my board. So that means I'm spending $770 for 10 calls on my board, okay? Yep. Now. I like the simple math. Out of those 10 calls, we make Excuse a me. sale on an average of 70% of those calls. Okay, now okay. you're going to make me get the calculator. So out. now three <laughs> of those calls are completely wasted that I spent $110 on. There's $330 down the drain, right? Okay. Now the others, I paid $110 for each one of those remaining seven. Now I have to make a sale that's significantly above 110 <clears throat> Because I got to pay my truck to fuel it there. I got to pay for the material that we used on the job. I got to pay my guy's labor and everything else. So ultimately, advertising is really, really expensive, what's your, even at the cheapest. What's your break-even rate at what you just said? Uh, it, so it changes. Um, uh, no, I know it j- changes. That's why I say at, at what you just said there. Right. It, the, those calls divided by the one call you get, and you have to, you can't use your $110 Right. Ticket price. Well, like, what is the ticket price to break even off of that scenario? Well, essentially, we're we're still going to run our same metrics, right? Like, of course you are. Every business is a little bit different, and depending on your pricing, is going to change your average ticket and your conversion rate and all of this stuff. I know that was a difficult question. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. And so, ultimately, like, if we, if we perform those calls at the desired level in the field, we're going to see success. However, Google LSA is the cheapest form of advertising. There's no other form of advertising where you can spend $100 to guarantee a call on your board. Right? No, no. Other forms of advertising, you're going to spend five grand on a billboard and then hope somebody calls you. And And you're literally gambling with that five grand. You have better odds going to Vegas with that five grand. Yeah, and and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that's what I meant when I was saying, look, those are direct results from the money you're spending. Right. I'm trying to speak slowly here on purpose. Like when you advertise, like what you just said, you're hoping you're willing that stuff. Like, can we get these calls off of this money? Now you can, you can track that and see exactly how many calls you got for the money spent, blah, blah, blah. But with Google, I'll say you literally know I got that call and it cost me this much money. Yeah. And I didn't have to pay that money until I got that call. Right. That's right. the significant difference. And, and the ability to track all that stuff is huge. So like last <clears throat> month, um, in the month of January, we had some issues happen with our Facebook marketing. Our Facebook marketing was not landing as it should. And it was also 
there were some programming issues that meant we spent more money on Facebook marketing than we planned on. Now, that doesn't mean we threw money down the drain. New news to me. It just meant that our barriers to stop, like we we set limits, Mm -hmm. but those limits didn't happen like they should have. We had to reset those limits. Yeah. And so I've actually got it down here. I spent $2,330 on Facebook marketing in January. Okay. Okay. Oh, now you're going to make me write stuff down. Well, we have limits on Facebook marketing for a reason because it's only so effective. Yeah. So you don't need to spend two grand a month on Facebook marketing. Well, it's like Google, I'll say too. It's like it. Yeah. If I have calls, I don't have to have an exorbitant budget to fill the rest of my schedule. Right. Like there's no reason. And so for some reason, those limits didn't hold and we ended up spending 2,300 bucks on Facebook. (laughs) What, what, what happened? Let me Um, ask you what happened. I, we don't know. Oh, we're you still haven't figured it out. Yeah, okay. and and we're looking. No judgment, at, just curious. Yeah, we're trying to figure it out. But aco- across the month of January, uh, Facebook charged me a total of one thousand. So I I pay a guy five hundred dollars a month. That was the guy we talked about before. Yeah, I pay a guy five hundred dollars a month to run and orchestrate my Facebook marketing, and basically what he's doing is he is retargeting our anybody that's ever visited our website he is grabbing all of their metadata and he is ensuring that our facebook marketing finds them so if you've ever visited our website you will probably see one of our facebook ads okay yeah and so i pay him 500 bucks a month for that service well outside of that we have a cap that we only spend 500 in ad spend on facebook so we should only be spending a thousand dollars a month on facebook ads okay and some of that's branding, some of that's a- actual call to action yeah, ads, yeah. right? A yeah. branding ad is it's just top one, of mind awareness. It's not all one thing. A call to action is like if you're running a sale with a limited time offer, they got to call now, right? Yeah. So for some reason, the $500 ad spend stops broke. And over the course of January, I got 161 charges on my American <laughs> Express. <laughs> That totaled $1,730. God, people on Tradewinds keep getting their Amex shut down yeah. because they have such high security. And, yeah. and you're, they're, yours is letting you 166 go through. No, no, no. No, Amex, Amex hit me up. Okay. They're like, and hey, Amex dude. is like, hey, is this Bro. legit? Bro. And Bro. Before I even authorize it, I call my guy that runs my Facebook ads and I'm like, hey, Amex is seeing a suspiciously large number of small dollar transactions. And he goes, yeah, I'm running a whole bunch of split tests right now. It's normal just to prove it. And I'm like, okay. He had no clue. He's so like, I, <laughs> I approve it. That's a good line. And then, that is a good line, yeah. Austin. <laughs> I'm going to use that anytime Mitch is like, where's this video? I'm oh, sorry. I'm, I'm I don't mean to disrupt. It. Continue. Yeah. And so. God, I've been there, man. So 161 transactions later and $1,730 later, over three times our predicted or planned ad budget. <clears throat> um. We spent a boatload of money on Facebook ads and didn't get any more of like, we know there's a, dim, a level of diminishing returns with Facebook of ads. That's why is. we have it down yeah. at 500. And so, um, you know, I don't, I'm not laughing at you. It's just, it's, it's comical. Dude, these are the real things in business, right? I know. That's why it's, that's why yeah. it's, you have to laugh because yeah. it's just shit fucking happens sometimes. And, and so and I'm glad it's not me. At, at the end of the day, we spent a total. So my 1730 in ad spend plus my $500 to my guy for running these ads. Oh God. That's 2230. Yeah. I, I have written down 2300. Yeah. So, so that's 2300 bucks <laughs> in Facebook ads. And you know what we got for it? 
What'd you end up getting? Four service calls. Oh, what was the average ticket? Um, two look. of them. Two of them were no charge, free oh. estimates. What were the other two? And two of them were no sale, Ooh. trip charge only. Two hundred dollars. You were out twenty one hundred bucks. One <laughs> one hundred and eighty seven dollars. So sorry, I I shouldn't sp- laugh. We spend an average. We spend an average of two hours on a call. We got four calls. So I spent twenty three hundred bucks on ads to waste eight oh. hours of service call time That's and brutal. only collect one hundred and seventy eight bucks or something. Dude, like that. That's brutal. It happens, right? No, of, of course it happens. That's you know when we talk about marketing and where to spend your money and all that stuff, like especially in trade wins, like hey, look, sometimes you're gonna eat shit. Like that's just kind of how marketing is. Yeah. Sometimes shit's gonna suck. Yeah. Like that's an. I mean, to be honest, that's an outlier. Like that kind of stuff doesn't happen that often. But well, you will. But there will be a time when you spend thirty percent of your budget on marketing for some dumb reason, and you get like ten percent return you on that never money. Spend thirty percent on marketing, but but I get it. People do it. Yeah, people do it. I've seen guys do it. Yep. Don't uh, like. I guess the lesson here really is: don't be too hard on yourself. Like this is your first six months of last year. Too. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, I made a mistake. We spent all this money. Yep. You know, like those things happen. Mm-hmm. Don't kill yourself over it. Right. Pay it. Take your medicine and move on. Yep. Like the, learn your lesson and just roll on down the road. The general rule with marketing is half of your marketing dollars are wasted. The problem is you don't know which half. Yeah. And so you need You're, data. That's, that's a good way to say it. You need data. And you need a good CRM like Field Pulse the, the real, the to real, track it's, where it, your customers are coming from. Yeah. Yeah. The real problem is you don't – data is interesting on where money's going, calls coming in. It's hard to do until you have spent some money on marketing. Mm-hmm. So those first couple of steps you take are difficult yeah. because you you literally don't have data. The only data you have is what you know and what you've done yeah. personally. You know what I mean? Through Facebook or yep. or through, you know, an ad in the paper locally in a really small town, things like that. Yep. And so those first few, you may do really well. You yeah. may also fucking bite the bullet and spend $2,500, and get $200 worth of sales and burn $2,100 up in January, even after being in business for three years. And that is not a, that is not a stab on Mitch. That is just. That's the real world. That is the beast. Yeah. That you have to battle sometimes, especially like, and, and I don't want to pick on you, but I'm going to just use you as an example. When you get to that certain, pla- like you're at a plateau right now, right? Where you're trying to get to that next level. And so you're trying different things. Mm-hmm. That's almost like the first couple of times you try to advertise. Mm-hmm. You're at that plateau and you're like, hey, how do I break through? Yep. I'm going to spend money in this area. I'm going to spend money in this area. I'm going to hire this guy. I'm going to try this because I'm trying to move to that next level and I don't know how to get there. It's yeah. the same thing as starting out. Yep. And that's not a um, that's not a kick in the balls to anyone that's listening or any of the trade wins guys or Mitch. That's just, that is part of the beast. It's reality. It just is what it is. It's no different when the sports team calls you up and says, hey, can you sponsor our team for 500 bucks? 
All right, so you've newly started your company and you're trying to pinch pennies. However, you don't realize the biggest thing that's hurting you right now is not gathering all of your information into one spot and making it super efficient for you to use. So the answer is Field Pulse. It gets you off of paper tickets. It gets you off of all of that crazy office work at the end of the day and reconciling all that stuff. And it lets you organize everything with ease. It puts it all into the computer. It actually puts it all into the cloud. So it's not even putting it on your computer. And it lets you organize your customers. It lets you organize all of your service calls. Heck, it'll even route you to your service call. And the best part is, even after all of that, you'll probably realize about a 100% growth in your business just in the first year of using Field Pulse. So if you'd like to check out Field Pulse and see what great looks like, click on the link in the description of this show. And you say, yeah, sure. And you say, you get yeah, no fucking sure. Calls. And then you get no calls from it, right? Yeah. It's no different than the, the days of old where you'd spend five grand on a half page Yellow Pages ad. And yeah. you never really knew how well that was working. No, right? because you weren't tracking fucking metrics. Right. I mean, that's just, so, it's reality. Here's, here's how we track the efficacy of all of this is if you want to track the effectiveness of your marketing and you want to track, like you want to start learning some parameters of your business, you're going to go into your CRM like Field Pulse. And you're going to select, you're going to program your CRM with all of your different lead sources, right? Word of mouth referrals, Facebook ads, Facebook referrals, Facebook ads and Facebook referrals are two different things. A Facebook referral is somebody that's like, well, I posted on the community group and said, who do you know for a plumber? And everybody said you, that's a Facebook referral. Okay. A Facebook ad, when you run Facebook ads, your ad ID ID number is literally coming in on the message. Yes. That they like it. It makes it super easy to track. It makes it super easy to track, yes. right? Yeah. If you don't track it, you're just lazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's um, be honest. You're going to have people that are like, I don't like when you ask them how they heard about you. And this is, this is how you do this. You ask every single customer that calls your business, how did you hear about us? And they're going to tell you straight how they heard about you. And this isn't. So digital marketing agencies love to lie about how your customers are coming your way. Digital marketing agencies love to do this. They'll claim leads that aren't really their leads. And so if you're paying a digital marketing agency for oh, we're gonna work, get, we're going to get into some serious here. Well, they're going to, they're <laughs> going to claim this. And, and yeah. so here's how this happens. Um, Susie in her little neighborhood is like, she goes to her neighborhood Facebook group and she's like, I need a plumber. My water heater's not working. Right. Well, her neighbor replies to her little Facebook community, her small little private community thing. It was like, Oh my gosh, call Smedley plumbing. They're amazing. Okay. Yeah. So now Susie calls us. That is a digital word of mouth referral. Okay. Yeah. And so Susie about this. Agree. Susie doesn't know our phone number. So Susie goes to Google and she's types in Smedley plumbing. She finds our website. She finds our phone number on the website and she calls us. Okay. So now we ask her, Hey Susie, how'd you hear about us? Oh, my neighbor said you guys were amazing. Cool. So we document that as a word of mouth referral. Which is what it is. Which which is what it is. Even if they go to Google and look it up, blah, 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 blah. It's a word of mouth. Now, if you've got a semi-shady digital marketing agency, your digital marketing agency is going to argue with you and say, no, that's a website lead because they came through your website. Because they can can track it. Because they they were simply using Google like a phone book. Yes. And they went to Google, found your website, clicked on your website and called you from there. However, this is why it's so important to ask every single customer, how did you hear about us? Because your customer's not going to lie. 
Your customer's not going to say, well, I just went to Google and said plumber near me. That's a Google lead. No, they don't, they don't care. They're going to tell you the honest truth because yeah. they, they have no, like there's nothing else for them to give you, yeah. right? Like they yeah. have no idea the back end, what's going on, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Now, when they come in through a Facebook ad, they're coming in through Messenger because the, all the ads will be like, yeah, yeah. message us, right? Yeah. Well, when they click on that message button, it literally puts the ad ID in the message. So yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's from a Facebook yeah. ad, right? Yep. And so we've got, we've got um, Nextdoor, we've got Google, we've got word of mouth, Facebook ads, Facebook referrals. Um, I was a part of a BNI group for a while. And so that's actually a lead source for us. Um, yeah, I know. Um, there's another plumbing company that folded <laughs> up shop here in town that, that handed over all of their client list to us. So we've got them as a you lead still source stuff from them. Not really. Has that been two years now? It's been a while. Yeah. So there, so all those people are kind of in your, it's just kind of in your book already. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and so anyway, we track all that. So now what we can do is after months or after quarters, I can go back and I can look at what was my investment in each one of those. So yeah. how much did I yeah. spend on Google? How yeah. much did I spend on Facebook? How much did I spend for word of mouth? And people, Zero. And people are thinking literally, they're like, okay, so how do you how do you get to that? Well, what you do is you just add those up and divide them by 30. And then if you spent money in that area, you divide that by 30. It's easy. Well, it's so that's for your daily spend. That's what I'm saying. But but what I, no, what I'm saying is like I can go to my QuickBooks and my oh, okay. QuickBooks will tell me exactly oh, okay. how much money okay, I okay, spent okay. on Facebook You've ads. You've already got it in there. Okay. Yeah. I got, I got my you. QuickBooks will tell me how much money I spent on Google LSA. Yeah. And, and all of that, right? So now I can start balancing all that out and say, well, I spent $2,000 on Google LSA and I got two, I got 20 calls. Yes. But I spent $2,000 on Facebook ads and I got four calls. Yeah. And so then only after you start tracking all of that stuff. Only then can you actually start making educated decisions on where your marketing dollars are best spent. The fastest way to fail in business is to operate your business through feelings. Like, I feel like this isn't effective, and so I'm pulling the plug. Or I feel like this is going to be really effective, and so you start investing heavily in that area. And if you operate off of feelings without any facts, you will fail very fast. Uh you're right. And what I will say, uh, I think a lot of people get trapped there because what they do is they start their business on feelings. Mm -hmm. I feel like I could do great. I feel like I can do it. And they do do it. And yeah. they get it off the ground. And yeah. so they have proven to themselves that those feelings were right. Yeah. The problem is once you get off the ground... Feelings have to take a step aside and yep. then you have to use numbers yeah. and you have to use logic and you have to use common sense, it, which is why I think a lot of people get trapped, right? Yep. I feel like this is how it went. I did great. I feel like I'm going to keep moving forward. Well, there's got to be a little bit of, I don't want to say common sense, but that's really what it is. Like you have to just be like, okay, I have to set my feelings aside now yep. and I'm going to take the metrics and actually run with them. So you know what I mean? And, Go ahead. So one of the things that my wife used to do. Um, and we're not under any time. I got plenty I know, of time. I know. Let's let it roll, dog. We're, one of the things my wife used to do was she would get frustrated because I could go to work. This was before I started our company and even early in our company. I could go to work and I could dominate everything at work. And everything would go exactly as expected. You'd have hiccups, but you'd have concession plans for those hiccups, and you would you just dominate everything. What, let me ask you a question. Your wife, like, what do you mean? All well, she sees is the 
check at the end of the month. Right, right. Like, well, so are you coming home and saying, I'm a badass and this is what I did? Well, she would hear about victories and milestones and everything else that we achieved oh, okay. at work, right? Okay, gotcha. And, and that's adding why. staff okay. and hitting targets and all of this okay. stuff. Okay, that's why I was confused. And, Go and ahead. And so Sorry. She, would, she would see all this like awesome performance at work and then the home life is struggling, right? And your home life's always a struggle. And and so she would she would Breach. she would be like, "How do you do so amazing at work, and everything is so crazy at home, right?" And I'm like, "Because well, you ain't doing nothing. No, <laughs> <laughs> you sitting around taking gummies all day. What do you want me to say?" So sorry, I'm just kidding. So what it I'm comes down kidding. to is, I would tell her like, "Babe, there's no emotion at work. Home is more difficult than work because I've literally built the systems at work." To where there is no emotion. That's true. That's so true. I I don't I operate from fact. I operate from black and white, go, you, no go. Well, you don't have to care about what other people think at work. Right. But you have to care about what your wife's gonna think or your kids are gonna think. Exactly. So yeah. like like at work, it's I analytical. can build processes. Super analytical. I can build processes that remove emotion and it's like, you know. I'm just going to pull names out of the air. I'm going to use David. Okay. Jimmy, I, I, Jimmy, Joe, well, let's Bob. go Jimmy, Jimmy, so Joe, I, Bob, Jimmy. I, I can be like heavy Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're back on heavy Lisa. All, so, right. All right. I like heavy Lisa. I, I can be like Jimmy, Joe, Bob, Jr. Everybody likes heavy Lisa. You didn't, <laughs> I can, I can be at work. I can be like Jimmy, Joe, Bob, Jr. We have a process for how we do this and you didn't do it to the process and that's why we failed. So I yeah. needed to do it to the process. Right. right now. Imagine if I was like, I feel like you didn't do this well enough. I feel like you didn't try hard enough, right? Yeah, in the construction industry, you got a punch in the mouth. Right. Oh, now, you don't feel that way? How about this? Pow! Now at How home... How you feel now, bitch? At home, <laughs> home is all about emotion. Home is all love. Home is is emotion, right? Um, and I, I, It's 90-10. How about that? Yeah, there's some go-no-go Jan- things at home. Janine's there's the right an- way and wrong way to load the dishwasher. Janine's analytical. Like she wants to know, like, hey, this is this, 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 and this. So yeah. I'll, I'll give you 80-20. There's that. There's right and wrong ways to load the dishwasher. And if you're a guy listening to this show, I can guarantee you load the dishwasher wrong. I can guarantee you that your wife rolls her eyes every time you load the dishwasher. Keep loading it wrong. You <laughs> won't have to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, what do, they, what do they call that? Weaponized incompetence? If dude, I just do this bad enough, they won't ask me to do it again. Dude, I'm great at it. <laughs> Luckily, my wife does not listen to the podcast and does not give a fuck about it. So I can tell everyone the truth. Well... <laughs> What I'm getting at is... She's is stone cold, though. Go your, ahead. Your balance from work to home plays on oh, it's, work yeah. being process-oriented and go-no-go no go scenarios, whereas home is emotion. There's personalities that you actually... like. I don't want to say I don't care for the people at work, but at work, it's all business. And it's it's, did we achieve the result or did we not, right? Whereas home... That's kind of a floating target because you're trying to achieve the result while you're trying to build your relationship and you're trying to at work, at, show your wife you love her. At work, it's... Everyone knows that the business is first and then and then how I feel about you is second. Yes. At home, it's not that way. Exactly. You right. know what I mean? Like at work, I can at Tradewinds, I can come in here to Mitch and Mitch knows that I love him to death and be like, dude, I love you. We're we best can buddies. argue about something at Tradewinds and yeah. it's, it's not personal. No, but yeah. yeah, exactly. But then I we can look at the numbers and I can go, Mitch, don't spend money on that. And he would look at me and go, You're right. Okay. We can't. Or if I was wrong, he'd say, no, you're wrong. We can do it because of this. Right. And then I would look and be like, oh, dude, you're right. I'm sorry. Right. But but then emotion is after that. Yeah. And at home, that shit don't play. What do you mean when you say it like that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> your undertone is awful. Yeah. Like you just, that shit doesn't work. Right. 
Like that, it, it just doesn't work. And, and we're not knocking our spouses or anything else. We're just no, saying that not. when you have heavy emotion involved, shit gets wild. It gets and messed so, up. So at work, remove the emotion. You right? have you have to, and if you don't, you're gonna fail. Yeah, you're gonna fail. You're absolutely, especially in marketing. You're gonna fail if you're trying to market with emotion. You are going to fail. You know what the great hundred percent. This is this is crazy. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Shelby for a second. Yep. Shelby Lofton is one of our Tradewinds members. Her and her husband they live in Florida. She runs everything. Mm-hmm. She is a bad bitch. Yeah, she's she's boss. awesome, dude. Yeah, she is. Don't take no shit, no holds bar, this and that. It's, it's for her, it's, it's a little di- like she will tell me, you know, I'm talking to the guys about this and this and that. And they're like, well, this and that. And she's like, no, like she's 100% business first. Yep. This is how we fucking do it. Yep. And then and that's why she has a house in Aruba. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> or, or whatever. I don't it's remember on. where it's at, but like she is, it, it's so opposite because like the guys in her, that work under her, like she has difficulty with them bringing emotion in uh-huh. because she's a woman. Yep. And like her and I have had some pretty deep talks about there's it. Conflict there. Yes, there's yeah. conflict there. But you know what her rule is? Business first, dude. Yep. Like what are we doing? Yep. You know what I mean? And she is. I wish we had more women in our group. Yep. Because they like she is just she is a super inspiration to me, yeah. which is so weird. Like I never thought I would say that she's a fucking badass, And I love, she just is. So it's funny. I, I love anybody that's a member of trade wins. I try to interact with as many other social media posts as, as oh, yeah. possible. Me right? too. Me too. And I'm so always, always trying to get on them. They're doing business. Like I won't like, I get, I get requests all the time for me to like somebody else's plumbing page or business page. And I won't do it unless yeah. you're a member of trade wins. If you're a member of trade wins, I will like it. Yeah. Right? All over it. And, right. and it's really just, a lot of it has to do with social media algorithms and everything else. It, has it to doesn't do make res- sense. Respect. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And so Shelby posted, they got new work shirts and they're, they, so they have a poop emoji it, in their branding. And it's, I, when I, she, when she brought that up, I not to interrupt you, you're going to keep going, but like when she brought that up, sorry, Austin, is that, Oh, um, <laughs> I knew my mic stuff. was going to break, no, you're good, um, you're good. but she was like, I don't know if I should do it. It's a poop emoji. People say I shouldn't do it. And Mitch is like, no, everyone will love the poop. Yeah. yeah it stands it's, out. Yeah. It's I and, sit like this now. And it says something along the lines of like, we fix your shit or something like that. Yeah. It, it's really cool. Yeah. It's really cool. And so I, she, she got it on the really back good. of these t-shirts. And her so and she her takes, husband are, they're, they're great. She takes a selfie picture in the mirror with her back turned <laughs> to show off the back of her shirt. Well, she's a woman and her ass is in the picture, right? I love and her. I happen to be so sitting great. I happen to be sitting next to my wife as I'm scrolling through social media. And and that comes up. Nope. And and I I my wife wasn't like Whoop. looking at my phone or anything else. Whoop. I literally turned the phone to my wife and I'm like, babe. I interact with every trade wins members post. I love it. I can't heart react that. Yeah, no, <laughs> because there's ass. You can't. I, no, you can't. That, the optics of that are she just not good. She wouldn't know? have cared. No, she wouldn't like, have. No, she's. No, I'm not worried about what she, Shelby yeah, would understand. It's yeah. everybody else that's all yeah. Mitch is liking some girl's ass on Facebook. I think, I you know think, what I mean? I can't. I think I just wrote on there. Those are great shirts. I can't. I can't remember. Yeah. I there's, wish she would send me one. They're super cool. Yeah. I hope me, meanwhile, Danielle's going. Man, if you got an ass like that, work it. <laughs> work yeah, it, girl. Danielle's cheering her on. Work it, girl. <laughs> There's Those a, two are so great. I my, love them. Remember They're that awesome. uh, the photo we took whenever Andrew was here with State Line, 
and you were like flipping the camera off. Oh well, yeah. Well, I got tagged in that. I didn't notice that. <laughs> I put of, in my church. But <laughs> yeah. One of my one of my uh, Sorry, mom's fr- no, you're good. One of my mom's friends that I know came up and she was like, yeah, like she didn't know how she doesn't know how social media works. Like, yeah, you shared a photo of your story and there was a guy flipping the camera <laughs> off and I'm like. <laughs> Oh, I know. <laughs> That's funny. But I went back and then I did. I realized Sorry, you see David. Yeah. No, it's, Sorry, it's okay. That's funny. <laughs> well, thing is, old people don't they don't know how Facebook works, and so like, yeah, yeah I saw they your don't story, know. and yeah. they, they, they think that, you're a dick, and it's just think, me. Like she realized I didn't post that. Like I yeah. was just tagged. Yeah. In it. That's yeah. well. That's like those losers on social media that tag their whole following. And I don't want to say like at followers. Yeah, I mean, they literally go tag 99 of their friends yeah, in their posts. It's just, it's awful. And, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to get their post to be seen by more people. And so they go tag the most popular friends they have. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that's a quick yeah, way yeah. to lose all social media respect with me. Yeah. If you tag me without my permission. And you I'm tag not, me all the time, bitch. Well, I tag you because you're in the photo. It's different. Uh, you still didn't get my permission. It's if you're not in the photo. I'm just kidding. Right. Dude, right. I'm kidding. Some Relax, guy will be man. like, hey, I've Relax. got a new sale on knives, and they tag me in it. Yeah. And I don't have any affiliation. I yeah. don't even, I've never I met them in person. I have no yeah. affiliation with their business. They're literally just using my yeah. social media following to try to expand theirs. Yeah. That's the fastest way to I'll remove tag and unfriend. Like, I won't unfriend, but I will. Uh, if you tag me and 99 others in that I, shit, I will unfriend your ass so look, fast. I give, I give grace. Like if there's two or th- if you do it two or three times, okay. One uh, time, like it, it, because I always think of it as, um, like someone might be desperate. Like, you know what I mean? And they're trying to get something kickstarted. Maybe like, I'll give you one. I might give you two, but so, that third one you're out for so sure. So it just past, depends. It depends on what it is. If it's something completely stupid, like buy this Ferrari or buy this. Oh, okay, I'm out. Yeah. But if it's like someone that I actually know and we're friends, I'll give you one one grace. Yeah. It's never some somebody. Grace, it's never somebody you actually know. It's going to be some Facebook oh. follower that you recently met that recently friend requested you. Well, and that that's lives seven states away. And that's why I don't have a whole. That I don't friend everyone like you either. And my group. I don't small. friend everybody. You. You know what? That's a conversation Dave for another day. Guy, Dave would drive to Odessa or like that, like Park City, and be like, "Oh, I'm in a foreign country." <laughs> yeah, you're 100 right. Actually, yeah. the further the further out in the country I get, the more comfortable I feel. Yeah, yeah. So because you, no one's if you there. hear a banjo playing, Dave all of a sudden lets a sigh of relief out. Um, for everyone listening, I can play a banjo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have no doubt. Another social media aspect: like if you tag me in something, I notice. My friends won't really see that or like it unless I do it. Yep. And so I've noticed that too, where it's like, I go to see who liked it and like maybe one or two family members have seen it. Well, and so it's not showing it. to Well, so another thing that happens with social media is shares used to do something and now shares don't do a lot. Nah. So if David makes a great Facebook post and I share his post, none of my friends will see it. Very yeah. few of my friends will see it. Yeah. If you copy it and then do it as now, your own. if I copy it, yeah, paste it on my own page, and then give, like I tag Dave for the credit, mm-hmm. now all of my friends will see it, and then Dave still gets the credit. So I don't need the credit, but okay. it's It's this weird thing with social media that happens, right? And I don't need social media yeah. credit either. There's, there's another guy. His name's Jared Williams. He does like plumbing business coaching and stuff like that. Um, I actually stumbled across one of his ads where his team, I don't think he did this, his team robbed a whole bunch of our YouTube footage. 
And he's this ad is talking about how scarce plumbers are and plumbers are like diamonds where when the when the demand goes up and the availability goes down, the price goes up. And so he's talking about how much plumbers make, right? It's very and true. It, and it's a good it's, ad, it's right? It's very true, yes. It's and a hundred percent so true ad. I found the ad and and I I share the link to the ad back to him and I message him and I'm like, hey, you know, it, kind of funny. I like I'm in your ad, right? And and I'm I'm big on collaboration and I'm big on working together, right? Yeah, talk about it all the time. He replies right back and he's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, my team put that together and I didn't even know it and. You know, I'm sorry that we used your footage without your permission. And I'm like, dude, I don't care. Like, go you. You're helping build up the trades industry. I'm cool with that. If you guys ever want to collaborate or jump together on a podcast or whatever, like, let me know. I'm cool. And he was like, oh, my gosh. You know, most people would really get pissed that I use their imagery without their permission. And I'm like, I really don't care. Like, we're all in this together. We're all growing businesses together. We for sure as heck aren't the only plumbing business coach out there. Like, like I was literally on a podcast today called the Tradesman Experience. Today, today, <laughs> that's I was Mitch's on a podcast today about that. That this guy coaches trades based businesses, and he only coaches on um. Coaches. Did you give us a check for trade ones? No. Well, well, what the fuck? <laughs> he so he's actually going to have me. I'm trying to make money, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, so kidding. he only of coaches them kidding. on operational and managerial stuff. He does not coach them on social media usage. He does not coach them on advertising. Oh, okay. It's just how to build up your SOPs, right? And how to manage them. We give ours out for free and trade wins for everyone who's <laughs> listening. I mean, well, so so he had me on his podcast and we were sharing some social media knowledge and stuff. And now he might actually have like a group Zoom call with his group. And I might go into there and kind of share some social media stuff and everything. Are you going to let me at least sit on, in on some of this stuff now? Oh, yeah. There, totally. I, I will Damn, say man. there is this sort of. I'll put my mic on mute if, yeah, you, that's like, a, if that's what you want. I need I'll a call switch the moment I think that's, Dave's gonna. That's gonna I will leave my F-bomb. shit gotta, on mute. I it's <laughs> fine. I it's okay. <laughs> I just want to know what's going on. There's like a God. I feel like a stepchild, a redhead of, one. Kind of a hot topic going on on YouTube where people they'll literally take a Mr. Beast video and they'll remake the entire video shot for shot. Like okay, shot number one. There's three cars here. Shot number two. There's a helicopter up there. Right. They'll script it. Like really? copy it, everything and they'll get millions of views. But then there's that controversy of like, it's yeah. one thing, like I feel like stealing is okay. Stealing is okay. <laughs> That's the wrong way to say it, but no, okay. Artist stealing. Steal like an artist. <laughs> you steal like an saying. artist. So what you're you saying is okay. you're, you steal if you can. You s- your words your were own. out of order, but I get it. You steal if you can have your own take on something. Yes. When you're stealing something and you're using that likeness of that person to upholster you, it's different. Yeah, it is because, different. Because I mean, every Agreed. movie has a car chase. Every movie has. Agreed. Agreed. And it's, it's just like it, yeah. it's just like when you're in a band and you're you're playing cover gigs. Yeah, like you're getting paid, mm-hmm. but you're paying you're playing other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. I get it. Yeah. yeah. So there's like this sort of controversy on YouTube where people they're literally going. It's not like oh we're gonna make a video like this. They'll go shot for shot. They'll script it out. Yeah. Right. Same emotion. Same everything. And yeah, they get millions of views. But it's just like man, I man, feel like yeah, that's shady. a lot of work and effort. And two <laughs> now like there's so much stock footage where. You probably can build a Mr. Beast video by going through, okay, helicopter and air, add that in there. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're probably you know, right. Crowd cheering, put that in there. You're like, probably right. <laughs> I, I, I want to like go back a little bit. Um, we were talking about um, Google LSA, um, just about, you know, hey, if you, know, you want to get ads, you do Google LSA, this and that, blah, blah. Google LSA, like, it's not easy. Like, you, you have to have a Google profile, mm-hmm. business profile. You have to jump through a ton of hoops. Mm-hmm. I just don't want people to think that, hey, 
I can go on Google and I'm looking for, I don't want them to go on Google and Google, Google will say, how do I get ads? You know it's, what I mean? It's so, a process. So that, so what is the process right now? So we, we've, listen, mm-hmm. we, we probably need to update one of our videos. Like we talk about how you got Google. Mm-hmm. And then got Google LSA ads, and it's changed since then. It's and ever I, changing, and it has changed. How do I want to say this? It has changed twice. Really changed twice. In the last Twelve months in the last. Yeah, I was going to say nine months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what so, is the newest? What 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 are you hearing? That's the newest. How do I get on Google LSA? And then we'll end the show with that. Like so, we're already at that one twenty, but if yeah, yeah, fifteen yeah. minutes, you can you can get through that. So you got to start by getting a Google business profile. And when you get a Google business profile, um, then you can easily get on a Google LSA. Getting a Google business profile is ever changing. So the advice I give you today is going to be different four months from now. Yes. Um, When I started my business, they mailed a postcard to our listed business address to prove that we do actually get mail at that address. That postcard had a pin code on it and you would type in that pin code and prove this is the address, Right. Um, however, what happens is nowadays they change. So nowadays to get on Google, they want you to submit a video that has all of these different attributes in it. The video has to show your physical address, your street name. It has to show the street numbers on the side of your building. You have to show that you have keys to the building and then you have to walk in the building and you have to show that you're operating a point of sale system in that building, proving that you do business in that address. And so it's a lot more difficult now. Yes, it is. I can't just do it from your home. It's It's still doable. But another thing that's changed in Google wildly just in the last two years or three years is Google is now heavily, heavily driven by AI. And so AI is looking at these videos, not a real human, and that changes things. You're going to get a lot of kickbacks. You're going to get a lot of unaccepted videos and all of that stuff. We had a guy the other day literally had to send in four videos. Yeah. I had yeah. a member of Tradewinds. I tried one. It didn't work. Yeah. Really? So, it yeah. happens. Kick it back. Yeah. Yep. Don't give up. Don't give up. Because just keep Google, going. And it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Like, <laughs> I shouldn't say it doesn't matter. The Google business page in retrospect and where things are going doesn't matter. But the fact that you can get Google LSA ads, mm-hmm. that is important. It's yeah. very fucking important. So, it's the it's the cheapest way to pay for calls. Yeah. So like we were talking about earlier. So Google LSA, what that is, is Google guaranteed Google local services ads. And um, it puts a green check on your Google profile. But what it means is Google has now vetted your business and they've proven that you are indeed licensed to work in the cities that you claim to work in. Yes. And you do indeed have insurance that covers you in those cities. Yes. And that your employees have passed a background check and all of these kinds of things. And so what happens is you're going to go through all of this stuff. You got to submit background checks on all of your employees. You got to prove that you're licensed to work in all of these cities. And you got to show proof of insurance for all of that kind of stuff. And so what are you doing over there? Your microphone's gotten loose. You got a limp. Keep going on. You got a limp microphone. And so a limp. Go ahead. Yeah. And so you said uh, a lot. Yeah. And so Don't basically <laughs> you got to get your Google profile set up first. Once your Google profile is set up, then the very next thing you're doing is you're setting up a Google LSA profile and your Google LSA profile now adds in background checks and all of that stuff for all of your people. Well, when you do that, then 
Oh, I see what happened. Your microphone actually broke. It's it's just the mount broke. Yeah. It's well, no you, big deal. A little super glue and we're good. It's fine. I got um, it. So, so it's a little limp. We're going to call this one Mitch's mic. Yeah. <laughs> Go so, ahead. Um, so then you, you background check and you prove that you're licensed in all of these cities. Well, now you can run Google local services ads. So when, when I Google plumber near me, the top three businesses that show up are paying for those top three spots. That is Google LSA. And they're going to reference Google Guaranteed or something like that. Of course. And so anytime you see my business in those top three spots, if you click on my business to call me, you just cost me $55. So what's really... fucking call. What really really stinks, and this happens, this is a real thing in business. Yeah. You go do work for somebody. They called you through Google the first time. They don't even know what your phone number is. They found you on Google LSA. Yep. Right? It shows up as... Yeah. Now let's say they have a callback issue or they want, they want further clarification on something or you left them an estimate and they want to call back and accept the estimate. They're going to come in through the same channel they came in before. Well, Plumber near me. Well, oh, if there's leave, Smedley again, if, so let me click on his thing and call him. If you run a, th- <laughs> And it'll cost me $55 I don't for get them this, to call me. I don't want to get into a whole thing. But if you get there on that, if they've called you through there and you get there and you don't preach to them, call my, this number and it's not on your estimate stuff. And that's like, you didn't make that clear. That's fucking on you, dude. Well, it's like, that's totally on you. Our phone number is no, like it's at least in our invoice, three different spots. And I know that stuff's going to fall through and idiots are going to go back on and do the deal, Yep. but you got to make it clear. Yep. You've got to make it clear to the best of your ability. And it sounds a little shady. Like if you're having that conversation with every customer, like if you found us on Google, here's our actual phone number, because every time you call us through Google, it's $55. And no, you you don't say that. You just say, Hey, you know, you don't have to go online and jump through all those hoops. It's just a one six medley. This is our direct number. (laughs) Yeah. Just call this. Yep. And you don't have to get even turn the computer on. Just it's right here. Yep. Put it on your refrigerator. Some uh, some people will still forget it and they'll Maybe still Maybe get some it. fucking magnets, Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's one of those things where you, you have the process in place, but there's still gonna be those. Yeah, there's still, still outliers. Cracks. I I I know. I'm and, just saying you have to do your due diligence and do the best you can yep. to mitigate those extra fifty five dollar calls on recalls. And and I'll finish with this. So we had I wanna say like seven 17 zip codes through Google LSA. Like we, yeah, we had a, we've ca- talked about it. a tar, a, a target core area that we worked in. Right. Yeah. Well, I expanded my reach in Google LSA. And so I added some more zip codes that a little bit farther out. Right. Yeah. And it's still our service area, but if I was paying for Google LSA, I was trying to focus it close to home first. Well, we added it and expanded it a little bit farther from home. And, um, Google put an all stop on all my LSA stuff because I added all these zip codes. They put an all stop on it until they could verify that I was indeed licensed to work in these new zip codes. I mean, that's good and bad. It's well, it's great. I mean, it's part of Google guarantee. That's why customers use Google. It's good and bad. So I had to show them insurance proof documentation that yes, we are licensed to work in these zip codes and everything else. And they were like, cool, I'll turn it right back on. It was a fast process. Well, but that's what good. But what I'm Usually saying, it's not. Yeah, what I'm saying is right? they still they still put an all stop to it because that's the promise they make to their consumer is we've vetted these guys, they are licensed, they are insured, we've seen their licensing, we've seen their insurance and, and Google will put an all stop to it if my if my insurance certificate is within a, like ninety days of expiring, I'll get a warning. If it's within 60 days of expiring, they'll stop it. Really? Yeah. 
Well, and that's and what you got to go give them a new insurance document. Well, and that's what we talk about um, when you're paying for the Google LSA. Like it seems like, hey, that might be a little much. That might be this. That might be that. No, it's worth it. Right. Because most of the time, those calls are not dead calls. They're yeah. real calls that yep. you can make sales on. Hundred percent. So wrap us up, Mitch. This show got We've a little talk- bit off no, to a slow perfect. start with uh, some Super Bowl talk and some about? funny it stories. Great fucking show. <laughs> it ended strong. So. Um, Everything's great. If you guys are newer into business and if you're newer (laughs) into this show, um, go back and listen to our first nine core episodes. That's where we give a lot of great meat and bones, meat and potatoes of of how to start your business. Um, Listen to episode 36. Episode 36 talks about how to get boatloads of Google reviews. Um, and then once you listen to those nine and then number 36, you can just jump right back to where we are today. Yeah. And, and if so, you, if you just can't get enough of my wonderful voice, there's like a hundred, what are we at? Like 175, this is no, 130, 130, 102, 129, 98, 129. Yeah. He's 129. just throwing numbers out. Yeah. I have no fucking clue. So, um, <laughs> I don't know where we're at. Other things. If you have questions, I'm in right now. if you have questions that you'd like us to answer on the show, you can submit those to ask Mitch at Mitch And we will answer all of those. Uh, sometimes we'll just answer them in an email. Other times we'll actually talk about it on the show. If it's something we haven't talked about in a while. Yeah. Um, so yeah, other than that, uh, we look forward to having you come back next week and yeah. Love you guys. Back some more stuff. Hopefully my mic's fixed by then. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see what the fuck happens. All right. We'll see ya.